Welcome back to CNN. Breaking news today out of Bern, Switzerland. FIFA President Gianni Infantino is mired in scandal. The Detroit City's Northern Guard has nominated an outside candidate for the post. We take you now to his press conference at the Trump Hotel in Detroit. Mr. Trump, you've never played soccer or owned a club in your life. Yeah, that's not true. I love soccer. I played soccer in high school. I scored 50 goals in a game for NYMA. You remember NYMA? Love those guys. Great guys. World-class guys. True Americans. NYMA? Dude, what is that? Like a... Anyway. Um, okay, so, so, Mr. Trump, what goals do you have for FIFA? These insiders at FIFA have gone too far. They're criminals. They're crooks. They're jaywalkers. And some of them, I'm sure, are great people, too. But they've got to go. I brought in Miguel Gallardo as my Secretary of Defense. The man plays soccer. He's a soccer player. I choose the best players, okay? The best. Seriously? Gallardo is like the worst keeper in the league. What is this, a protest? Hey, you're fired. Get him out of here. Work for you. See, these soccer insiders, they don't have patience. Too impatient. It's not going to work. I'm the most patient. The patientist. If I were from Britain, you know what they'd call me? The English patient. Then I'd deport myself. Okay, okay, one more question before I'm fired, Mr. Trump. What do you want to see change in the field, Mr. Trump? I'll tell you what I'd change. I want to make sure that walls are constructed. None of this jumping or covering your balls with your hands, okay? We're going to have the best walls. The tallest walls. The wallest of walls, okay? These walls are going to be huge. And then we're going to score. Our games are going to be the scoriest of games, okay? Scores coming in like pop, 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 ping, pop, pop, scores, okay? So let's work together and make FIFA great again. Coming to you from the Twin Cities, this is Toughcast. Welcome to Toughcast by two United fans. This is Notch. And this is Jeff. And hot as a date, we're here with 58. I never did report back on what happened to that one date that I went on while we were recording, or right after. There's a reason for that, I'm yeah. sure. Well, you didn't ask me. Because again, you're not curious about how I'm doing or anything. We haven't talked about that in like 20 weeks, dude. Right. I've been on a good streak, apparently. How yeah. is life, Notch? Life is great. Life is very good. Anyway, jumping right in, one of the things that we do have to do today is that we have a shorter episode, and this time it really is going to be short. I'm going to cut us off in exactly about 30 minutes, hopefully, because uh, there's a lot to talk about, and uh, we don't really have the I think there's time too to much. do it. There's too much to talk yeah, about. Yeah, there's way too much. There's like million, 11 million games that happened. We got together and to US prep Open this, Cup. and we both ended up curled up in the fetal position on the floor because we right. just didn't know what to do. Exactly. So that's where we're podcasting now, from my floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, we are now officially running for FIFA president. Because the good guy, Mr. Skeletor, Gianni Infantino himself, uh, is now, as we mentioned in the sketch, mired in scandal. Da, da, da. What happened, Jeff? Uh, so Sunil Gulati and Johnny Infantino, there were some tapes that were released of the two of them conspiring to get rid of FIFA audit chief. Was President Nixon on these tapes? Now, doesn't this sound kind of cool? The FIFA audit chief? That doesn't sound like a real position. That sounds like something where like, you know, your nephew, you feel bad for him because he got out of college and he needs some money. And so you're like, yeah, you can be the audit chief at our company. That's, that seems like the kind of thing that I would take and then be like, audit. Oh, damn it. I was looking for a new A6. Right. Good work. Um, 
So yeah, the the too long didn't read of this whole thing is that uh, Infantino is quoted as telling FIFA Council delegates, Today I have no contract with FIFA. I did not sign the contract proposed to me by the chairman of the Audit and Compliance Committee, which is um, Domenico Scala, who of course is the conductor of the Scala Women's Choir in Sweden. Obscure joke here. Real choir. Anyway, um... I did not sign the contract proposed to me by Scala. I did not accept this proposal. It was a proposal which I found insulting. Maybe I have to ask some of you for a loan at some stage. But um, yeah. And and to be fair, there's no sense that Sunil Gladi did anything wrong. All we know is that he might have kind of helped show Scala the door, or at least tried to help show Scala the door, so that Infinitino would stick around. Right. But the good news is, one of us can be the Concacaf president. One of us can be the FIFA president, and we'll take over. Right. Exactly. Uh, which do you want? Ugh, to find want. <laughs> oh, by the way, we earlier in the sketch said Gulati is the... Uh, well, no, we got that line. We did he, cut that line. Yeah, he's not the CONCACAF president. He's the USSF president. That is true. CONCACAF president is the Canadian. Canadian guy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, McSorryton. Sorry, McSorryton. He's yeah. a great candidate. Really right. is. Um, Speaking of being sorry, here we go. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Well, weird. Uh, Nico Clowncar is not going to Rangers after all. Yeah. So he will not be playing with Chuck Norris and Walker, Texas Ranger. He instead, <laughs> um, apparently his girlfriend really likes New York. Good for her. She she took a bite out of the Big Apple and liked it. And so they're sticking But isn't that cause to get kicked out of said garden? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. No, see, that's, that's the highbrow kind of humor. That Between the choir joke when that they we come to Yeah, about like obscure jokes about Swedish girls' choirs. In the Garden of Eden. We're killing it today. Yeah, seriously. He is officially out of uh, spring season action because of an injury picked up, uh, I think, two weeks ago. Uh, so, clown. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Peter Griffin holding his knee. And uh, so his girlfriend apparently wants him to stay in New York. So we, uh, NASL fans, as uh, lucky as we are, get to see Nico Clowncar. A little bit longer, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I, yeah. I I can just picture, like, a live feed of Nico just sobbing as soon as his girlfriend leaves the apartment to go wherever, because the Central Park, because she loves New York. And he's just like, why am I stuck in America? I'd love it. And then she's in Central Park and goes around the corner, and Tom Hanks comes with a dog, and he's shouting, bring Clay! And then, you know, somewhere over the rainbow starts playing, and Megaran's really happy. He's so killing crying. this. Right, exactly. <laughs> Moving along, uh, Strikers, the, the, the Fort Lauderdale Strikers played the U.S. Open Cup game at 11 a.m on a turf college campus soccer ground with maybe about 50 people in attendance. Because when I think, what am I going to do at 11 o'clock a.m. on a Wednesday? I think, Open Cup game. <laughs> this was a total shit show. What was the whole process? There was like an international friendly schedule. It was like Venezuela Venezuela versus Guatemala at Lockhart. Then... Celebrity couple name would be Venezuela to cover <laughs> up for your mistake. And then there was basically, there was a long process of trying to reschedule some things strikers wanted, some things U.S. soccer did not want, and essentially all that they could, everyone could agree on was to have this game at 11 o'clock in the morning at, like, the, the Broward County College campus. Yeah, the strikers proposed, like, seven venues. We're like, yeah, all of these would be good. Seven and venues for seven like, brides. And they're all like, nah, not good enough. And they were, you know, they just held out until the college campus was like, yeah, fine, summer break, whatever, yo. Right. And the funny thing was this game was streamed on Periscope by Flight 19, the supporters group in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. So bless those guys. There was some great quotes on Reddit from, like, the <laughs> the stand. It's great. Anyway, moving along, Puerto Rico FC, you know, uh, vaunted NASL expansion team. Puerto yep. Rico FC is playing the Puerto Rico men's national team in New York on June 11th. Which we knew. I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Did we? Yeah, we did. So, cool, though. Um, Adrian Abels. The Adrian Abels is coming to NASL next, this fall. Adrian Abels. I have no idea who that is. Come on, Adrian Abels. 
I have no idea. All I know is that the the people I saw tweeting about it were called DePaul Soccer. So I'm guessing he plays for he, some place called DePaul. He's a forward DePauw. at DePaul. Not DePaul. 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 And uh, he's <laughs> a forward who trained with them in the preseason. And now he's training with them again. So he must have graduated and needs an entry-level job. I don't he, know. He basically, yeah, he's go, going to the Wheel of Pain with Juanan. Is why he's in OKCFC. Also <laughs> at the Wheel of Pain helping Juanan push it is Omar Daly, formerly of Minnesota United. Don't know what he was up to last year. But uh, Pacey guy who... Uh, Omar Daly's talents is best described to me by Minnesota United fans or he'll get the ball he'll make a really long run and he'll kick it about 30 yards west of goal sweet yeah sign him up um, Puerto, Rico, Puerto Rico FC also added a Montenegrin named Jeldi Bardic Jedi Bladic yes who is 24 years old and uh, dominated the NPSL according to their press release which I'm pretty sure like my 4 year old brother dominated the NPSL yesterday but uh which is funny because I don't have a four-year-old brother. Yeah, as long as he cleaned up after. Right. Um, yikes. Uh, 84 goals 84 in 64 64 games, yep. which sounds like some really bad like tour of the country watching games. 84 right. goals in 64 countries. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Um, yeah, and so he also played for Clarkston SC Eagles in the NBA. The Clarkston SC Eagles. So, legend coming yep. to the league. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the next topic's a little bit serious, and I'll just get through it Um Curtly, because I think right now we don't have enough information on it. There's been an allegation um, posted on Facebook of sexual assault against a Jacksonville Armada player. The player's not been named. And the team has vowed to have a thorough investigation involving the police, I believe. They've said they're not going to make any comment until that investigation is done. The alleged incident happened about a year ago. So it's not... um, we, We don't know much... Or if anything about it at this point, that's all really we do know, and I think that's where we should leave it. But it's right. important to know that this has occurred. Yep, and they uh, they did say that it's a player who's the allegation. The player was left anonymous, but they did say it's a player who's not on the current roster. That's okay. about all we know. All right, moving along, let's actually get to this week's action. Like we said, it's a little bit complicated to kind of break this this week's NASL and US Open Cup action. So we're going to get to the results really quickly, maybe pick up on a few highlight notes that we've got here in the notes. Um, which, by the way, we did that whole American thing this week where it's like, where's the goals, damn it? None of this European thing of the the highlights and kicking the ball around and draw. They just want to and see And then goals. Carolina was like, well, okay, we waited 202 minutes to score, so let's score five in 25 minutes. Yep, against uh, Clit. Against Clit. Yep. Alright, so starting with the NSL's first game this week was uh, Jacksonville versus Indy 11. Indy has now remained unbeaten this year. 1-1 this game finished with, with the tie. So they're what, 3-6, and 3-5? and five? Yeah, exactly. Absurd. Yeah, so it's many nuts. Draws. Too it's many cr- draws. Well, I don't know. Can you really have too many draws? Ask Chicago Fire two exactly. years ago. <laughs> Did you see uh, Peter Peanut Wilt's uh, tweet about it'll be like my two adopted children playing the same sport except for one of them went off and is totally unrecognizable after 10 years right right so something create like I'll, I'll go find the tweet when you talk about the u.s open cup i will some I'll, shade definitely. i'll find it yeah it was amazing and then there was some great responses to it though yeah I there show were. Later. anyway I the first response was fuck peter will that was the first tweet that, that came was out. by this like deranged chicago fire fan who says that the fire are better today than they were when peter will was in charge nope no. Okay, anyway, uh, moving along well, back to... we actually to... also missed uh, Friday's game, so let's talk about that quick, which is Fort Lauderdale Strikers 2, Ottawa Fury 1. Okay, I had a couple of Jacksonville Indy notes. And... But you went out of order. Yeah. You went Saturday instead of Friday. Okay, let me finish the notes quickly. One of which is that Leighton Boehner 
uh, or Matt Boehner, your favorite NASL player of all time, scored a goal. Uh, and also worth noting is that Justin Braun, who equalized, actually took a nice, like, courtesy bow in front, like, literally right in front of Section 904, the Jackson supporters group. That was awesome. Um, and note, out of offense, it didn't seem like they threw anything at him. No, it was... And, and Indy amazing. are not Jacksonville's rivals. No. I'm just saying... <laughs> just saying um yeah miguel gallardo ended up getting subbed in what was the guy's name evans sebastian ebers sebastian ebers ebers whatever ebbets field cats was the goalkeeper Basti, the goalkeeper cat um <laughs> was really good and he had a clean sheet and then he got hurt and he had to be subbed out for the miguel gallardo who was it'd be, out of it'd been great to know why he was subbed out but again these are nasl Kodako highlights, so we don't know. Okay, moving along, back to your Friday game that you wanted to share with us so much. Sure, strikers continue their hot streak and make you look good. Yeah, um, they beat Ottawa Fury 2-1, and Fury were basically dominating this game in everything except goals. Like, if you look at the stat sheet, strikers played good defense. There's one moment where Pazer basically got knocked back by a ball and allowed the second goal in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Romar Pazer has gone from being an ASL Golden Glove to a liability that lost loses his teams a couple of games. Yeah. It's really weird. It is weird. Okay, moving along. The Cosmos beat Ryo OKC. Big surprise. Uh, next game, Miami FC beat... Oh, the, one, the score on the New York Cosmos game was 1-0. There you go. Yep. Miami FC beat FC Edmonton 1-0. That is actually a big surprise. It is a big... It's their first ever win. And Ariel Martinez scored a beautiful goal. Unbelievable goal. Yeah, it was a distribution on a counterattack that uh, went to Svitinich. The new pronunciation Susonich? of his name. No, Svitinich. Is gone. Sweet and itch. Sweet and itch. Uh-huh. Yep, which is like a... He's a, a foot cream. Uh, he's a foot cream and he also makes doilies and sells okay. them at his shop. Uh-huh. Sweet and itch. Okay. Um, so he headed the ball over to Martinez, who then kind of juggled it a little bit and then kicked it on a half volley and scored. Just, Amazing goal. I mean, go look at this. This is when Matt Boehner's one goal of the week, which fine, that was like a low-flying long shot too, but like... I thought this was the goal of the week. It was un-freaking-believable. Yep, Scandal. so definitely check that out. Um, and that's the only thing worth seeing from that game. Yeah, and finally, I think... uh, Joe Cole's head won. Other goal won. Minnesota United 0. See, this is one of the reasons I'm really happy that we're not covering games in detail this week. Because I really don't want to talk about this game at all. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, interviewing, I was interviewing Joe Cole after the game. And he, I was like, yeah, so you weren't really known for your prowess of scoring headers. And immediately it's like, yeah, it's my third goal of my career with my head. And I'm like, fuck you, Joe Cole. Or didn't Cole. he say like, it's my tie goal with my head. As he's playing with his dentures. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable, though. He just instantly recalled like, yeah, this never happens. Right. And um, something really was messed up with that game. We've wrung our hands about this game online quite a lot. Suffice it to say, um, we put on a shit show of a performance. Maybe our weakest of the year. Definitely our weakest of the year. Yeah. No question. So 2-0, we lost. Um, So that was the NASL. And as it stands at the moment, the standings are New York Cosmos need to beat Fort Lauderdale Strikers next weekend to win the NASL spring season. Boy, that'll be tough. Right? The strikers who went 120 minutes on a turf field in ma- like 90 degree humidity for, a, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to be very hard. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's hard to see the Cosmos losing. I think if there's any year that I would be confident of them losing, it'd be this one. But they only the same- have one weekend of games left. Right. And every team that has controlled the spring at any point of the spring has then choked it away. So there's yeah. a chance, is what we're saying. But what so would you're have saying to happen, there's a chance. Yes. What would have to happen, there are really three teams that are still in contention for this. We have Indy 11, Carolina, and Minnesota. Um, what would have to happen for Minnesota or Carolina to win is 
essentially the Cosmos would have to lose and the other two teams would have to win out. Um, it could also happen if the Cosmos draw and then Indy wins out. Yeah, It's not going to happen. I, I don't think so. I mean, the surprise for me is seeing FC Edmonton in there in third place. They do have a game in hand or they've, they've played an extra game, but it's kind of... They're not somebody that stuck out to me as like beautiful football, right? Football. In you know, fairness, like, though, to handicap that, I mean, they are also one of two teams that still has a bye to go, and right. so realistically, you could see Lauderdale, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Minnesota all pass them, um, just they off of the end up in se- seventh place, right? So, but we good for see. you, Edmonton. We love you anyway. The magic of the spring season. Okay. Anyway, moving along to the magic of the U.S. Open Cup. The oh, oh sorry, the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open. Or Cup. as uh, who was it? Who said it? Was it Kyle who said the USOC? Rob. Rob. Who said Dark Cloud Rob said the USOC. I love that. That's there great. Um. So lots of results from that to look over as we furiously click over. I think the, <laughs> we covered it a little bit already, but Carolina Railhawks beat Clit five zero. Charlotte Independence yep. CLT. Uh, 5-0, which uh, I heard about this game. All I heard about was that it was an atrocious game, which until it went extra time when Carolina scored five goals, all after the 90th minute. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Uh, That's going to be punishingly hard for you as a team to lose five goals. Right. You get to extra time. That's the other thing. It's not like the five. It's not like a total Germany Brazil situation where they just kept coming in the 20th minute and you're like, well, we're already done. So we might as well take a vacation in scenic Brazil, which is home. And instead you, uh, you just, you worked your asses off for 90 minutes and then you just get clobbered and Mm -hmm. you're just kind of standing there. Poor guys. So, striker versus kickers ended 1-1 and then went to 2-0 for penalty shootout. The strikers got their... 2-0 penalty kicks. First penalty kick and their last penalty kick and nobody else on either team scored. It was amazing. And who scores the clincher? Jason Mora. Jason Mora. Minnesota legend. (laughs) Jason Mora. (laughs) Also of note, while we're on a little bit of a tangent and feverishly looking up results, Johnny Steele also scored yesterday. Which, by the way, it's not U.S. Open Cup, but it's a Canadian, the Canadian championship, championship. Yeah, which the Fury beat the Vancouver Whitecaps of MLS 2-0, which is awesome because they didn't concede any away goals, so going into the second leg... Which I believe Canadians refer to that scoreline as a dose a cero. Beautiful. Thank Flawless. You. Johnny Steele's goal is actually a really good one. He, he knocked a ball in pretty, like, it wasn't a volley, but the ball basically reached him and he knocked it straight into the goal. So go look at that. Uh, I was half expecting G- Moji Jurio to also score because yeah, then, like, he almost did. Jurio, Steele, and Mora, all of, like, Minnesota rejects scored a goal. Right. That would be beautiful. beautiful. Yep. So going into the second leg, they could actually stand a chance because they'd go on to the final if they won the second leg. And if they score an away goal, it's pretty much over. Right. Yeah. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for them. Uh, So we might see the Fury in the CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah, that would be sweet. It really would. So we'll see. Okay, uh, Jacksonville Armada FC beat the Charleston Battery uh, 2-1. Right. Right. (laughs) Wasn't Gallardo like off... Was it this game or the or the other game? Jacksonville Gallardo was like off his line. Uh, other game, yeah, that was the we went over that a little bit. The indie header. Oh right, was where right, he's right, off right, his line. Right, the indie yes. header. Right, the indie header. Look D- that indie up header. Okay. on Urban Dictionary. So, uh, New York Cosmos beat uh, PDL's Jersey Express. It's kind of seems like a you know the the mountain from Game of Thrones going after a little baby. Yikes! I was it. thinking it was like a roller skate show in the seventies. 
Jersey Express. Jersey Express. Now at Club 54, Jersey Express. Now check it out as we show the new Fort Lauderdale Striker trash bag jerseys. Well, you can't tell what you by walk. I'm a woman's man. No time talk. Jersey Express. Jersey Express. The Tampa Bay Rowdies beat the U.S. men's national team 1-0. Oh, wait. No, they just looked like them. FC Cincinnati, who were basically the bump up jersey. Yeah, that's right. With a Toyota sign in front of it. Um... With uh, Mitchell Mantel, like Toyota, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so good for the Rowdies. Uh, Indy Eleven beat Louisville City FC two one, and and the thing of note in this game was the attendance, which uh, pretty sure it was in the two thousands. Let me just uh, figure that out exactly how much it was very low yep 2145 it wasn't the game wasn't included in the season ticket package for indy apparently and the pricing mm-hmm. was the same as other games midweek bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. Right. still terrible easy to talk yourself out of a midweek game really is um minnesota united ended up beating their arch nemeses down in st louis <laughs> right that's all i can say man would have been bad yeah it would have been really bad there was a uh, a goal uh that that kind of Made the thing look in our favor, but precarious. It made me even more nervous after we had scored. Because mm-hmm. until that point, I was like, well, we're going to lose. Like, I feel good about that. I've come right. to peace with it. Then it was like, shit, we're winning. And we should win. But now we will lose, which sucks. And then Jack yeah. Blake scored. Yeah. New Minnesota United arrival Jack Blake put one in the net and then did a arrow uh, shot celebration. Which, by the way, he's from Nottingham. So mm-hmm. Robin Hood of Nottingham. Easy. There we go. Easy, easy joke. Sometimes the easy joke is the right joke. Yep. Uh, By the way, the two expansion teams in NASL did lose. Uh, So Miami FC got beat 2-1 to the Wilmington Hammer hands. And Ryo OKC lost 2-1 to the OKC FC Energy. Which, by the way, the Ryo fans were chanting, chanting, this is our house. And the Energy fans were chanting, we don't want it. We're chanting, (laughs) nope. Probably (laughs) should. I would have just, nope. Yeah. Um, Also, I like on the uh, press release by U.S. Soccer... The recap of Wilmington Hammerheads at Miami FC starts with the sentence, it might have been Miami FC's first ever U.S. Open Cup match, but the Wilmington Hammerheads could have cared less. Shade. Damn, Gina. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, I guess. I think the Rio game was a little um, kind to the the energy. I think for 90 minutes, Rio were the better team. Yep. But then they just completely lost it in extra time. I was about to like tweet like, "Oh, you know, Rio is uh, has e- or, or energy have equalized, but this game still could go Rio's way. It could be fine." And then they scored a second on. Then I was about to tweet like, "No, they could still tie it up. It's, it's gonna like, be good." No. And at that point, Derek Boateng got red carded. He finally realized he was playing for Rio Casey and not Rio Vallecano right. and blew his top. Uh, and then Michelle, my bell, mm-hmm. got sent off as well. Which is funny because he's also carrying a red card. In NASL. Yep. So they've had five red cards in two games, and one player's accounted for two of those. Right. It's amazing. That It's an Island Marcina team. What else do we need to exactly. say about that, right? Right. Pretty much. Uh, so those are the U.S. Open Cup results. i got to say, I'm really happy. NASL teams went 6-2 against USL this year. Thank God it's not a 0-7 to clean sweep. Uh, we did beat a PDL team, which, you know, I was waiting. Woo. I wasn't sure about that. And then, of course, we beat an MLS team in the Canadian Championship. Yeah. And so... Um, a lot of matchups that we'll talk about next week as far I think as what's coming in round four. We referenced Indy 11 versus the Chicago Fire, the Peterbilt Trophy, which is going to be pretty cool. The Peterbilt Trophy. Sporting Kansas City comes to Minnesota United, which is a rematch from 2014, which I was at. Actually, this the reason two United fans exist is because I went to that game. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's I, I'm, I'm hoping for payback. I'm hoping Dom Dwyer, you know, 
gets what's coming to him. Right. For it all is kind of nice because that Graham Zuzi and uh, Matt Beasler will not be at that game because they'll be on national team duty. Right. We'll preview those games uh, before June 15th when they are going to occur. All right. Moving straight along to listener questions. What do we have, Jeff? All right. We do have one question from uh, at campaign expert Brian Hanf who says, why didn't you go to St. Louis? No comment. Secret business. Midweek. Top secret. Work week. Yeah, St. unlike some people, we, are, we work. Like eight hours away. It's St. Louis. What else do we and need to say? Right, and we'd probably just want to drive back I right afterwards. I wish I'd gone to this game. Anyway, it would have been cool. cool. We should have next time. Cool. Maybe we'll road trip sometime. Um, let's see. We have the Minneapolis Catisons who are asking, why are there not more cat supporters groups? Are anti-cat stadium rules to blame? Well, you don't remember what happened to the Anfield cat when it interrupted the game. Dude, That's all I have to say. We don't speak about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. we cannot speak about that. It's tragic, and they just want lasagna. Mm-hmm. Matt Hansen, who's the best man at Grant Bell's upcoming wedding, That's said, true. How can Minnesota find more touches for Ramirez in the box? Uh, gets Ben Spees healthy. Next question. Yep. Steve Lindley, do you think we'll see much action for Minnesota United in the summer transfer window? Sure. Um, I think so. I think you'll see a couple players leave, and I know there were some players that they were going after in the previous transfer window that they couldn't quite nail down. And so I think they might try to go for one. Messi, Ronaldo, and Zlatan, the trifecta to mm-hmm. Minnesota United. And uh, at least two of those are confirmed. Apparently, I asked us a question. <laughs> Hit it. So I asked, why has Gucci Mane been arrested? And what is a Gucci Mane? Well, it's Gucci Mane. It's not Takuda Mane's brother. Right. Uh, he was arrested <laughs> in 2013. I, I, I was curious about this before. I can't believe I snuck this in the podcast without you noticing. Right. That's what happens when we don't preview. Um... He had firearms, and he was supposed to be arrested for 39 months, and he was let out early. And he dropped a mixtape, like, the first day out of jail. That's what I would do as well. I did that when I came out of the pen. Same here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, next week's uh, NASL uh, action is... Can we just talk about the fact that I beat you in Pick'em for once? You did. Last week? Yes. Cheers. First time. Yeah. Yeah, good for you. You're at 70 points, and I'm at 74, I think, Yeah. last time I looked. So, you could still take it on. Woo! Yep. Minnesota United might have lost. You haven't. I have not. Okay. So the first matchup this week is FC Edmonton versus the White Walkers in the land of always winter. I've got forced references to Game of Thrones. Yep. Though they win. Always. Uh, Fort Lauderdale Strikers play New York Cosmos. Uh, for the spring championship. I know what I want to have happen here. Right. What do I think is going to happen? Wait, is... Is Wanarongo called up for the Copa? He's actually in the broadcast booth for the Copa with Miguel Herrera on Univision. Oh, kind of like how Frank Lampard's in the broadcast booth for Euros? Uh-huh. Exactly. Ah, uh, uh, shit. Can we pick this game last? Come on, man. I Miami FC versus Indy 11. Who you got? Uh, I have... Oh, man. I got Indy, man. I got Indy as well. Oh, screw you. Why yep. you gotta be in? Uh, Rio versus Minnesota United. I, I got uh, okay. I got Minnesota United here because with three red cards, hopefully, you know, you right. you'd hope. And they're all it's Billy Forbes, Michelle, and right. who's the third? It uh, Georgie Samaras. Yeah, so three bona fide well, starters. Probably their three best starters. Probably Samaras being out is a good thing. Yeah, it probably helps them actually. I'm gonna say Minnesota as well. Um, Carolina versus Jacksonville. I've, okay, you go first this time. I've got Carolina. Hmm. I think I'll, I'll have to go with Carolina. We're going to do the same thing, aren't we? Probably. Tampa Bay versus Ottawa? This one will be hard. Really? 
I've got Tampa Bay. At home? At home against Ottawa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who do I? Feel the steel, baby. Feel the steel. Um. Hmm. You've got Tampa. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ottawa, actually, because, I don't know, i got to be different. If we do all pick the same ones, what's the point? Right, we lose listeners when we pick the same thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale was New York's Cosmos. Who you got, man? You going to go with the Cosmos? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I will. All right, same. So essentially, there's one result that can change next week between us. So I hope fans, I'm wrong. You definitely watch that Tampa Bay Rowdies Ottawa game. Right, you'll right. want to miss it. Um, well, that is it for this abridged version of Toughcast. Thank you for sticking with us. Hope you enjoyed it. We talked about the magic of the NASL and the magic of the U.S. Open Cup. Mm-hmm. Not all podcasts talk about magic in two tournaments. In and the same very podcast. few of those podcasts will also throw in a shitty Donald Trump impression. Exactly. By the way, I've had multiple people tell me that they would enjoy a uh, TUF barbecue. Oh. So uh, cookout with so a live live them. recording. So I think I have to cook for them. I missed a word there. I said I have to cook them with a fine Chianti (laughs) and some fava beans. (laughs) Our listener, like we don't, we don't want to cook our listener. So our uh, listener, singular. Yeah, exactly. Don't leave us. Anyway, if you are listening to us, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play Podcasts, and fifty five one, and on fifty five dot one. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Great website. Check it out. Woo. You will also tell your friends about us, please. We would really appreciate that. And give us ratings on any format that you listen on. iTunes, you know, give us just a star rating. You don't need to talk about us. It helps us out, get in front of other people. So we like that. Yep. But this is Notch. This is Jeff. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.